retard in their act, and but it's you, it's not you know meant to be like directed at a at an individual or anything like that. Or, oh no, like yeah, Nick Swartzen has a bit where he's like he calls something retarded, and some lady came up to him after the show and was like, you know, my my son is retarded. Um, you know, like I'm offended by that. You shouldn't say things like that. Like he was like, well, I wasn't, wasn't talking about anybody. And first of all. You just called your son a retard. What the fuck kind of parent are you? You know, like yeah. So fuck you and your retarded son. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> this shit's retarded already. I don't even know. Hey, <laughs> no. hey. Welcome to the yeah. Falling in the Woods podcast with myself, Rob Santos, and Jeff Deldona, and um, also the other cast of characters featuring a basketball game. Oh, in featuring the basketball. <laughs> yeah, I gotta turn this down. Yeah. Featuring the basketball game. My daughter and on the couch that. and uh, Erica eating a Erica, salad. Returning guest first. Uh, adult returning guest, I think, well, Erica. I don't Kistler. even know when was the last time we did one of these. I want to say it was probably late October, maybe. Or was something, it? Something like that. It's been a while. I mean, I've had a couple people ask me about the podcast when we started doing it again. But I said it wasn't... I told people I didn't like it anymore because it wasn't funny anymore. We were just depressing each other in time. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I didn't yeah. think it was like... We just we're just like fucking getting deep into bullshit. It's like, oh, it's just not... Well, then we, but we then what it is is we needed a break so that we could you know re-energize the funny batteries I guess. And I don't even, was it? I don't know. I, we just, well, no, but I mean we didn't take it on purpose. It was just that the oh, circumstances, situation was all that stuff, fucked, and my yeah. stuff too. Like you know, just it's you know, look, we're in our thirties. Um, even though our our we we don't um, our uh, what do you call it? Oh God, I can't believe I'm having a brain fart right now. Our maturity levels don't reflect that. Okay, maybe mine. I don't know. I can't speak for Rob, but um, when you're when you're this age, when you're in your early to mid thirties, I actually heard about this on uh, somebody mentioned this on a podcast I like to listen to called The Comedy Button, um, where it's like, what's different between your thirties and your twenties? Like one of the things is it gets a lot easier to like not feel obligated to go out and do something and just be like, yeah, I'm staying in tonight because you know, look, as much as I love hanging out with you guys and. I've had a fun time talking with you tonight. We've been talking for like an hour and a half, maybe two hours before this recording. Um, there are nights where I get home from work, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm sure you've done this too, where it's like we were go- we were trying to hang out or whatever, and then we were just one one or both of us was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna stay home. I'll I'll, I'll come over tomorrow or something like that. And it's just like in your thirties, that's just what happens. Like you don't necessarily like okay, yeah, I want to go out and I want to do things, and what and sometimes after I don't go out. I feel bad about it in the sense, in a lot of senses, like, oh, I let my friends down or whatever, or, oh, I really should be trying to do something with my free time, you know, instead of just, like, laying around and watching TV or whatever, and, and, and go, or, like, like, even a whole weekend, some weekends I'll just go, I'll just do nothing, and I'm like, that's not me, though. I want, see, here's this depressing shit that we are getting well, I would basically just say, fuck what those guys say. I think it's like, <laughs> honestly, you just do what the fuck you want to do. I, I, I have this thing where it's like, I, I'm, I'm at a I'm at, you know, certain age, and like, you know, if you want to do something, you do it. If you don't want to do it, you don't do it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I guess the obligation thing kind of makes sense, but I felt the same way in my 20s. You did? If, if, if I want to go do something, I'll do it. If I don't want to go so, do something, I won't fucking do it. But you, you, know? you, didn't, you didn't ever feel any sort of Thanks pressure? With, 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 Thanks for talking Don't worry about it. But how old? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we are in another Rob Studios oh, location. Yeah. This is Rob Studios 2, um, part 2. Uh, we're in... We're, Recording in an undisclosed location in Hartford, mm-hmm. actually not 
too far from where the first location right. was, just less niggerish and <laughs> Puerto Rican. But out, and out of bullet range. Yes, for totally. The most part, yeah, so. yeah. So you know, fucking Puerto Ricans and their drug dealing. But anyways, not like fuck Puerto Ricans, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So whoever's mad already. You know, yeah. go fucking kill yourself. We we're just talking about people be, like, wanting to be offended all the time versus yeah. like being offended that you are offended. I'm like, I'm a, yeah, like come on, I'm offended because the offended and is yeah. like, oh, go fucking shoot yourself in the face. I mean, offense but, is the most fun part of any sport, you know, I to mean, watch. Though. I mean, serious. I just you know because we were getting into it about like comedy specials that have been going out on Netflix, which I think there's way too fucking many now. Well, that's but that's way the way too going. fucking I, 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 many. But way, it's but you don't have point. to watch them. That's the, no. that's the beauty of Netflix. I, let me cut you off real quick. But not watching them, it's just like it's it's taking the life out of what a special is supposed well, to be. I okay, so I have this. I don't know if it's a theory or not, but like I I came up with this concept when I was younger that I'm glad that so many movies are made because if only a few were made and you didn't see all of them, you'd be like, oh man, what am I missing? But because there's so many, you can give yourself the excuse like. Oh, I'm not upset, or I don't regret missing this one that looks bad because there's so many. You can only watch so many. And is that weird? Does that sound weird or dumb? Or oh, well, I look at well. It's funny because like I understand like you're you're I, I'm from what I'm garnering. You're kind of looking at like quantity, like the um, idea like I have a select, right. a wide variety of a selection. And you should and you from, should yeah. aim for the well, there's a there's a large quantity and that helps you to determine what actually is quality because right you have the, the things to compare things to and like. You know, okay, the Louis C.K. special I was just talking about with you, I, I, I thought it was genius for the most part. Like, you, you, you're probably right. It, it starts out a little bit slow, but it get it really gets going. No, I've heard it, get, I heard it picks up. So yeah. that's why. But even even if it did start slow and I kind of, you know, because yeah. one, I was watching it crazy late, so I never just got back to yeah. it. But I would still watch Louis C.K. But even though I don't even remember what I saw when he did um, the Comedy Store one, mm-hmm. I, I totally forgot any of those jokes yeah. there. Well, what so I would like to revisit that one again. What I was saying is, like, I, I, if Louis C.K. one comes on, I know that there is a like eighty five percent chance that I'll probably really enjoy it. Whereas there are a bunch of Eliza Schlesinger specials, and I do, I enjoy her, but I don't enjoy every one of her specials. Sometimes I'll put it on and be like, okay, you're just doing the goat shit again. <laughs> like, you guys got to see Rob. <laughs> for those watching on News Channel Eight. Eye rolling and head rolling. Oh my god! No, it's just. But no, your point. I I understand your point, and that's which is a good point. It's great to have a good selection, but I. You know what really fucked the game up, in my opinion. Okay. When Comedy Central stopped doing Comedy Central Presents. Because to yeah. me, Com- Comedy Central Presents was like the farm system. It, yeah. You know, yeah. because no, you're like, absolutely you know, right. Cause, and that's, that's my perspective. My perspective is like, it's great that there's so many people mm-hmm. getting specials, but it sucks now because yeah. obviously, you know, Comedy Central used to, mon- Comedy Central HBO used to monopolize yeah. the, uh, the comedy mm-hmm. game when it came to specials or half hours or things like that. Or in HBO, you know, obviously they had their half hours. So you would get a chance to see uh, a comedian sort of rise up and then you, you get yeah. an idea of what their voice is like. And and then you get to like you really hold, put stake into him. I guarantee you, like when you saw Dane Cook's, you know his half yeah, hour, yeah, and then yeah. you got to see his first hour special. You were like, oh shit, I gotta watch this. Yeah, and yeah. this is, I gotta watch this new guy. So now you got a lot of these new specials that are out. I don't know who half the fucking people no, are. I mean, guarantee right no that. one knows who I am. But that's just my perspective. So when I'm watching like um, this brown guy, yeah. who I guess he's funny. Don't and, if you say Aziz. No, I mean, I mean, uh, yeah. I love yeah. it. I think Aziz is great. No, anyway. I think Aziz is great, but I'm just saying, like, in general, well, there's, brown, another, there's another brown guy, I guess he's from, like, New Delhi, and he was shooting it from New Delhi and shooting it from New York, and the oh. first five minutes to eight minutes of his special, he said absolutely nothing. 
<laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? And the thing is, I have no emotional stake in this guy. Yeah. So for me, it's just like, okay, I can easily tune out because yeah. I don't know this person. Now, for those who've known people who are mainstays, it's a little different. Yeah. You know, obviously. Do, like, do you know what's funny, too? And as, as, as is evidenced by our podcast, like... If you do something as simple as make a podcast and it and it catches fire, like you can you can rise up the ranks. Like, for example, I, I mean he's starting to make a name for himself, but like Jonah Ray, I enjoy Jonah Ray quite a bit, and I know him from the Nerdist podcast. But ever since because of that podcast, which was it's it's Chris Hardwick's podcast, mm-hmm. and like again Chris Hardwick. Ten years ago, you know I hate, I hate to say it, but he was floundering. Like he did, his career wasn't going anywhere, but. He started the podcast. People were like, "Oh, that's that guy from MTV." I mean, and he mm-hmm. he has interesting guests. Let me listen. And then and then he started doing a lot of hosting gigs. And he's got you know he's got fucking. He's more of a host than a comic. Um, he does well. Okay, now okay, I've never sat through one. I've I've, been, I've seen him live. Before. I've seen he no he, I, I I think no he's probably a great comic. I've just never he's, seen. He is very good. He was very funny when I saw him and and. Uh, you know, again, I think I think it's equal. I think yes, you you know him more for being a host because you don't necessarily see him on a marquee. But he, like, in, yeah, I've never really seen. I I don't go out to watch him after the podcast, and this happens for a lot of a lot of comedians. Is like the shows get more ticket sales because people are like, oh, I listen to this guy all the time. I want to go see his comedy. That's what happened to me when I went yeah. to see Chris Hardwick. I was like, oh, I, I love this guy. He's he's funny and his and his his friends are funny and everything. We went to the show and he did his stand up and everything, and they, they actually did uh, some songs too because he used to be part of a group called Hard and Firm. Okay. Uh, and and but yeah, like because of all that, because of those channels, like now Jonah Ray has like two or three TV shows right now. Isn't he like, on doing Mystery Science? He's, yeah, he's doing MS. Oh, I, took, uh, I turned TV. that down. I turned that. Off I so yeah, fast. I tried. I started I, I, watching it. I, and I threw I, my I remote at my television. Yeah. And I hated everything about I'm, that. I'm gonna probably give it another chance, but yeah, but I probably it didn't. Never, I didn't ever. love it. The, yeah. The, yeah, but anyway, um, but he, uh, he has a show that's really really funny. I I think it's on CISO, which again now everything's going digital and streaming. Yeah. It's called Hidden America. And it's yeah, basically good. oh, it's so good. fucking funny, man. Good. It's 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 basically like one of those cooking slash travel shows, but it's the like there's a few actors in it, but there are people in it who don't know that they are actors and that they're playing a role or whatever. But he goes around to different like big cities and and just like does does the culture and everything and eats the food and all that. And it's it's just the situations he gets in are fucking hilarious. But yeah, like you know. I was gonna say I said evidence by us. Listen, someday you're gonna hit it big. I, I know it because oh. you're you're a talented guy and you're on your way. But yeah, yeah I'm on my way back to back to back to Rob Studios part. That's a, no, that's okay Hartford. though. That's okay. <laughs> it, the thing is, and look, tell me if you agree with this or not. The market Absolutely is not. the market. Of course not, because I said <laughs> the market is saturated with and, and there there's I think we're with in bullshit. the second. The second comedy boom slash bubble, and it, it might as you're saying, like you said, there's so many specials on Netflix, and you, and that, like you might know like ten percent of those guys by name, and then the other ones you're not invested because you don't know them yet, which is yeah. kind of a shame because that's that's this is now the farm system. Again. Yeah, it, it's it's starting to be that way. Like I look at the shit that I was seeing seven years ago, starting to be popular. Yeah, now, yeah. You yeah. know, and I'm like, God damn, why did why was I focused enough to do it? Because I'm. I, not focused enough no, to do it. but that's because no. I. but there's other shit outside of stand-up that I'm sort of you know I've talked about my mental health a lot on, on, on the podcast but there's a lot of, that I'm sort of dealing with now that I'm you know group stuff that I'm going through mm-hmm. which has really helped me out on on and off stage um, and the one thing is but to go back to our point was is just 
you know, there's a lot of unsung comics, I think, that aren't getting as much respect as they deserve. I mm. mean, shit, Take Note was fucking awesome. Dwayne that, Perkins. Yeah, he, that is a great special. Nobody get, yeah. No one gives a fuck about Dwayne Perkins and pisses me off he's because he, he's so funny. Yeah. Like, and his shit's so smart and oh, it's I, so good. I, I love the joke. It's, I don't think it's on that one, Take Note, but it, one of his jokes from the special he did prior to that is... Uh, well, there's a lot of uh, athletes that that when they're in the championship, they'll be like, it's 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 all about who uh, do, who wants to win and who doesn't want to go home and who doesn't want to go home the most. And he's like, no, that's bullshit. Because if you took like the San Francisco 49ers and had them face a group of abused children. Those children way don't want to go home more than the 49ers, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're not yeah. going to win that game. Yeah, exactly, you know, but it's just like, and there's one thing, like, he had this one idea about slapping a woman once a year. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was so funny, but only, like, if she's really, really acting up, mm-hmm. or, like, if she's just being, like, a total broad. Wasn't that, like, the slap coupon thing so or the slap like, coupon yeah, thing, yeah, 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 and then it's like, if you're a woman and you got slapped twice and it's January, it was like, you got to ask yourself that question. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? You know oh what I'm saying? God. I thought that was a brilliant, brilliant because he's basically taking it and just going at women who need to be gone, being gone, you got at now. You know what I'm saying? And I thought this that was is, yeah, this is a slippery slope. But, that, but no, but they need to be checked. They need to be checked. Well, the I, same way people try to check black people with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, and everyone want to do all lives matter. That was people's way of saying, hey, black people. Hey, we see you, but we still don't care about you. <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? That's I don't know if that's much, the same thing. <laughs> but that's kind of what it felt like. So having the slap coupon to me was just like, look, slow your roll. You know what I'm saying? It's like we get it, but at the same time, it's like I, I'm I'm not really doing the, the bit many justice. I'm I'm probably kind of got out of context. But my deal is lately, it's just like you know the whole offended people shit. It's just like seeing people get checked to me is just so it's so much fun. Because a lot of the specials, if you watch them, a lot of them not as funny as their beginning work and shit like that. They're mm-hmm. more interesting. Yeah. If you hear a person that's you know sort of snorting and you hear a kid shit in the background, that's Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> but um, but that's just sort of the, the the deal, man. Like it's just getting to a point where I just like people getting checked. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's more and not necessarily anything. physically. Just no, like, just, just in called general. out on their bullshit. Yeah, you have to, man. Listen, transgendered people, gay people, um, women. I mean, black people, white people. I mean, like you know, everybody has to get checked. And I believe nobody's above above yeah. that. You well, know, is it, see, especially if it's in the spirit of fun and, and the context of it. You know, or if it's a deep topic that yeah. no one's ready to hear. But and, and especially comedians like they they get into the deep topic topics in a in a way that's palatable that actually helps you to understand maybe better than you did before mm-hmm. and like you know like the Chappelle special and he talks about a bunch of things like I'll, here's what I'll say about those two specials I think they're great um, I it, 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 the way the humor hit me like it was like what you're saying more interesting than necessarily funny I was entertained yeah and I I was like that's funny. Yeah, but in the way that like if you're a comedian in a club and you're watching another comedian, you're not, you might not be laughing, but you're oh, yeah, that's funny, that's it, funny, you and, know. And, the, and I think to myself, the pendulum is swinging to the point that like now it's like you don't have to have those LPMs, those laugh per minute bullshit that like yeah. like, like these bookers like to talk about to scare yeah. you to, or to tell you that oh yeah this is like this so so basically they can tell you something and put numbers against you well, that's so you dumb don't have because, to yeah. so so they won't give you an opportunity to do anything. That's that's you can't you can't quantify a person's enjoyment by how many times they laugh because yeah. like I said you know some of my favorite TV shows of all time uh, I, I can I watch and I'll be like that's hilarious but I won't be laughing now on the other hand I will say 
I I watched the Louis the newest Louis C.K. twenty seventeen, and I actually did laugh a lot out loud a lot at that because it was just it was just he had funny ways of phrasing things and everything. But like the Chappelle stuff was more interesting because it was more about society in like in, in the specific things that that are wrong right now and that that should be addressed and that fixed. people aren't ready to hear about. So yeah. and then when you go and see these certain bloggers or something whatnot, there like there's one blogger that five this five days <clears throat> difference. Well, one day she was like, oh, it's the most brilliant shit ever. Yeah. Then five days later, it's like, come on, transgender jokes? Come on, man, you're a trans yeah. transphobe. But like, you just wrote five uh, five days ago about how it was the greatest thing, you, yeah, one of the greatest yeah. things you've seen, and then all of a sudden you're upset about it. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, and then and her argument was like, oh, I can't have a, I can't have two different opinions. It's like, no, you're writing about, <laughs> you're reviewing it once and then reviewing it twice. What did you not see? The did you even see it the first time? You know, I'm not, know I'm not even not trying to be like a Chappelle apologist. I'm just saying, like, that's sort of where it's gone but now. Can, can, can you take something like that and try to view it from two different perspectives in a way? Like, okay. Well, she, didn't even, she didn't preface it that way, though, no. either. That's the thing. If she would have did it that way, I can understand. If she wanted to be, oh, I love this and, and just, you know, wacky bitch, well, yeah. I get it. Like, okay, because, like, I'm, I can be a little bit like that, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure, you know, regular <laughs> listeners, the, the faithful tree huggers out there... You know, it's it's been brought even brought up on the show that like you know like because and I'll I'll, I'll reference uh, lateral moves again one more time, but like you know Tom Sullivan was you know, talking about the similarities that our show had, and, he, and he's like, oh, you know Jeff, Jeff's the over you know the heavyset white guy that d- does liberal double speak, and you know because because I do I try I try when you bring up something that and and you do you have tendency to bring up things that could be considered controversial, okay? Mm-hmm. I try to see it from your perspective, but then I also try to look at it and go like. Yeah, but this and that. Like, I really do try to go. Like, it's it, it it it's 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 this and it's that at the same time. It's almost Nothing like is, I, I, is that simple where it's exa- just one thing. No, I no, I just play the character. Like people don't know I'm playing a character. Like legitimately yeah. playing a character. I mean, I you know what I'm saying? To yeah. a certain degree. Yeah, but. it's like legitimately because someone ha- you can't we we both can't be nuanced. Right. You know, I I will show nuance mm-hmm. sometimes, but mm-hmm. then I'll also be like, what's his name? Um, Dave Batista and Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Yeah, you'll just it's just jump in the mouth of that. Yeah, yeah, just jump in the mouth of that monster yeah. and start cutting away. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like what the fuck is he doing it's like yeah. you know sometimes i'll be that guy just for the sake of entertainment factor right and to, and you know? to spur along the conversation exactly exactly but right. there's a I'm, I'm one of those dudes where it's like man i can be all these different things you know yeah. I'm, I'm the dad i'm the comic i'm the, the boyfriend i'm also right. the womanizer i'm also all these other crazy things so i'm like all these different things from time to time you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and so i don't think from, anybody has ever really just one thing no last year, I, I, I have that i have this conversation with people all the time you know yeah whatever your self-image is that's not it <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's like if you think you're yeah. just this then no you're not because right. then you're limiting yourself to being just that one particular fucking thing right you know like I, like with, with Brooke here you know she loves like um, she. I say she's the most progressive person I know because mm-hmm. she's you know she's just her we don't really <clears throat> teach her anything else about like we just like go with the flow but we don't really put much on her to like to be this you gotta hate these people you gotta like these people or whatever yeah. she likes superheroes and she mm-hmm. likes freaking prince Princesses, you right. know what I'm saying? She wants to dress up as Captain America going to bed, and then one day she wants to dress up in a, in a, in a, in a princess dress, as mm-hmm. she likes to call it. Mm-hmm. So it's like she has these things where she sort of runs the gamut of just being different. Yeah. And, and, and but we don't force it on her. She we just right. whatever she likes and that she sees, then we sort of kind of help um, fortify that. You're not in some trying way. to yeah. You're not trying to make her into something that you had envisioned. You know, or like either before she was born, or yeah. or just like you know, like sometimes people get. Um, 
instilled in them certain, like, uh, what do you call it? I don't know, ways of life or whatever. Yeah. And, and loud, yeah. what you're letting, what you're letting her do, which is probably in my, in my opinion, the, the best kind of parenting, because that's, that's, I have, I have the same theory about the entire nature of existence is that yes, fine. You can, you can be, you can answer questions and everything, but you don't necessarily want to steer you your child in a direction okay, because if, if your child can get to a place where you're 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 satisfied that they're gonna live a good and happy life, and they did it by figuring stuff out on their own. Yeah, that's the most proud thing a parent, a moment that a parent can have, I would right. say. And that's that's my theory. Like, okay, my theory of existence is that you know, okay, we don't know if there's an afterlife. We don't know if there's a god or anything like that. I'd I'd like to think there is some form of you know something beyond us. I think I think it's more than likely that's the case. I don't subscribe to any religion. Um, I, I, I allow people to have their religion, that's fine, I don't agree with them, but whatever. Anyway, my point is, um, if, you, if okay, okay, so why, if there is a God, why doesn't he uh, contact us? Why doesn't, why, why is he not letting us know he's there for sure? Because fuck us. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> people, people will say, oh, he did, you wrote the Bible. That bullshit, oh but, my um, God. But, okay, all that but, paper, all that papyrus, yeah, fuck yeah. Fucking kill yourself. So so many people died to uh, bring you that brown book, but um, stupid ass. But my book. but my point is like, it, okay, so there if there is a higher power out there, it's letting us figure this shit out on our own, and we for the most part, like you could make arguments that humanity is a blight on existence or whatever, but you know what? Yeah, we have wars and stuff, but like think about your life day to day. Most people will never really go through anything truly awful. You'll you'll see other people go through it because, of course, it's going to be on the news or whatever. Like that's just the way you know. As as a as a species, we're very gossipy. You know, oh, so and so, this happened over here. But you'll have minor tragedies in your life. You might have a few major tragedies, but you're not necessarily going to go through a nine eleven. You know what I mean? But some people have. But the vast majority of all human life from the beginning of our species, until whenever it ends, will never have gone through anything as traumatic as, as like, being at Pearl Harbor or, or having been a slave or, you know what I mean? Like, anything like that. Most of us just live fairly mundane, mostly peaceful, you know, but, but still, like, there's things that <coughs> aggravate us and bother us or whatever. But, like, most of us won't ever go through anything that really challenges us. And so, that in my mind, that's a win. Well, I mean, everything you said was just a bunch of bullshit. Cool. And, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I just went, no, no, no. But no, I understand because you know that makes a lot of sense. I mean, look, I, I really, I mean, like, you know, having shit borrowed for me. Uh huh. That's probably about the deepest shit I've had happen which, which to me. Which is an awful thing. Yeah, which like, is awful you know. shit. You know, but I mean, I've yet to really, really experience a natural disaster. I've seen one kind of go by me with Katrina. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When I was younger. But I mean, I hear you. Like being on the East Coast, there's a certain level of bias that's like being with us here but yeah mm -hmm. i haven't really necessarily ex experienced anything that debilitating i mean growing up tough and project ridden right. and all that stuff you've been I mean, through some shit yeah that was i mean that was tough or even now just sort of you know going through a lot of financial shit yeah. some, from time to time but that's a lot of stuff that most people really deal with yeah and, you know and, and you know you always get into those conversations with people sometimes about who has it worse 
you know, and mm-hmm. like yeah, that type of shit. But I, yeah. again, I'm I, I'm not focusing on like who has it worse. It's more no, so I'm, a matter yeah. of like look what you do have. Yeah, but that's what most people people won't look at it that yeah, they way don't around. They you know, should. they'll just look at it like oh who has this? this? Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. And you know, it, it took me a while to sort of get to that part yeah. point as well, where it's like I don't even like just on a personal note, I don't necessarily dwell on the past like that anymore. Like things mm-hmm. I've done or. Uh, the decisions I've made, or the things that were done to me, or anything like that, I don't. I don't really focus on that anymore. I don't. Right. Like it's. It's almost like it never happened in a sense. I blocked it out. But in a way, like, but, but in a healthy way. Not. In yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. Not enough. But you. But you also like. Yes, baby. But you might want to go listen to that in your room, honey, because we're trying to do work <laughs> over here. What are you watching? Oh, go ahead, press it. You, I, this shit's mad. Yeah. Man. We watched this yesterday. Like you, you ain't. You say, well, we watched what yesterday. Okay. What was that? For the for the listeners at home, can you explain what this is? Yeah, this okay. one. So yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. no so so okay. Brooke has her iPad and she's you know on kid YouTube and she was watching something and and she wants to show me. She asked me if she can watch a certain thing. I'm like, go ahead and watch it. But then she said she watched it yesterday and her mother's being a terrible mother by not taking her out of the room. You know what is that? Those are two chickens. Oh, two chickens. Was it? Is that another trailer for a movie? Oh, King of it! Oh my God! All these fucking cartoon movies are starting to become the bane to my existence <laughs> because there's too many of them and they fucking suck yeah, ass. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I mean some of them. I mean some of them. Times you cry at some of them. Like, yeah. like which, what, Pixar, which one? you're gonna yeah. Pixar kind of gets me. Well, there was one movie. Which one did we go see? Boss Baby kind of got me. I a saw Boss bit. Baby. I liked it. Boss okay. Baby was, yeah, it was Boss okay. Baby straight. Boss right. Baby. I had no idea what the fuck was going on, but yeah, <laughs> Boss yeah, yeah. Baby was kind of straight. Lego Batman was solid. Yeah, Lego even Man though was pretty good. The lap, Lego Batman was just moving oh yeah yeah so fast. The, yeah, it was a joke a second. Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck is going Dude, on when, here? When, they, when he goes to that benefit and the kids are um, doing a choir version of Man in the Mirror. <laughs> and oh, then, yeah. And, and then when they, they pull away and, the, and it's like the end of that verse and they're like, Shamon, Shamon. <laughs> There's a lot of brilliant. sneaky things. Yeah. There's some sneaky things in... Uh, listen, woman, you better go. For those of you... Okay, we're going to pause it because my daughter's getting dragged out like a... I don't know. Like she's going to a concentration camp or some shit. Thank you, Erica. Listen, woman. Now you don't want to go in your room? All right, we'll be back in a second. Hold on. No. Trust okay, we're in the woods. Yeah. Okay, we're back. So we we killed my daughter. And <laughs> I was I. This is not Jeff Del Nona. I was not here. Yeah, he was we, he was not here. We murdered her whole no, face. No. Did she close the door and lock it, knowing that we have the lo- the the lock is on the other side that we can open it from? She's I don't know. No, it's just my first time in your new apartment. Yeah, no, she likes to lock the door because yeah. she likes her own space and shit. Which is who doesn't? Who does? Who does? Really you know? cool. What's up, honey? You all right? Hi. What happened? What's wrong? Oh, your blanket. Go ahead, baby. All right, shit. But yeah, okay. So what were we talking about? Oh, no fucking nine eleven or some shit. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, yeah, just bullshit. No. Uh, uh, okay, so. Um, Human existence. Yeah. Well, okay. Suck. Okay. Well, but oh, uh, yeah. It's about like understanding what you have versus like not feeling like you don't have enough, and and that's really tough to do because they think of it in the same way that like you your job. Okay. Now you could be really great at your job, and and no one will really more than likely ever say anything because. You're doing your job. That's yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be doing it to the best of your ability, and it's rare that you're going to get praise. And you, and you might feel like you're in, a, you're in a deficit of praise, but... Hold on a second. We'll be right back, guys. Okay, we're back again now. 
Okay, this is this whole Rob Studio thing is kind of getting a little. This no, is worse than the Hartford. No, <laughs> no, no, this is no, no. We'll be fine. We'll be well, fine. This, is a, this is a really nice place. Mm-hmm. I, I think like this is a good spot for you guys. Yeah, I think it's cool for now while we try to save up and probably to get a yeah. house in one day. That's what that's what the next step is. It's funny because like, um, you know, like searching around, man. Like I don't know if you guys, I don't know, but for some of you guys out there, like I said, we're we're in Hartford, but like gentrification is a motherfucker, man. <laughs> like seriously, dude. Like the cost of living has gone up a bit, mm-hmm. and like the places are just tougher to get now. Mm-hmm. Like this one, this place here was just first month's rent and deposit. Other places were like first month's rent, two months deposit, really? depending on your credit, man. Well, see, you're, that's, you're lucky that you found this spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, I think this is perfect for your current needs right now. Pretty much. That's what know? I was thinking as well. It just, it's insane how much, like, they're asking for. Like, those people that live downtown. And mm-hmm. What are those buildings, kid, that the people live downtown in? What is it? I don't know. What, the Hollander building and all that shit? What is it? Yeah. Like, Clemens Place? Is yeah. that something? What, you mad? Are you mad at me? Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, guys, it's Cinco de Mayo today. Yeah. go around there. We haven't done an episode in like six months. I'll go around and knock on the windows. What the fuck is your problem? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I asked you something nicely and then all of a sudden you fuck. Anyways. It gets real at Rob Studios. Uh, and even the sequel, it's even more real. You know, it's funny because I got, like I say, like cost of living and shit like that's going mm-hmm. up. Things are changing. But um, you mentioned uh, how... You mentioned like uh you know lateral moves because actually he's doing another podcast called Enough About It's Enough About You. Who Johnny? Or yeah, Johnny. Because they haven't about. put up any lateral no, moves. No, yeah, he's yeah they they kind of went on hiatus with that. Yeah. But he is doing something with uh with my bud my buddy Dubs too. Good, another good dude. Uh, so I was on their podcast not too long ago. I forget where to find it. So now I'm, I'm gonna have to listen to this. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think I just start talking shit about people or something like oh, that. Oh, do you I'm now? Just, I'm, I just ruthless. go fucking figure. Right? Yeah, no, I just I, well, yeah, I'm being me. Yeah. But the cool thing about it is I talked to Johnny about how much I like his his show. I despised him in his show, but <laughs> I was just basically just playing around into the character of it all because yeah. I heard he was a real good dude. But um, the reason why I bring him up, there's a point on why I bring them up. I brought yeah. him up. Oh, because I was telling them there was a part where we talked about if we get microphones and put them to our mouths and shit like mm-hmm. that, I'd be great. But I said I also kind of like the idea of like, if you're in the room, you're in the show. Mm-hmm. You're on the show, and I kind of like that level of spontaneity that mm-hmm. exists with our show. Or we have because, a gorilla podcast, basically. Pretty much, and it's kind of like you know. I like that because it's it's different than what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah, you know this just happened <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. with my woman and then my daughter yeah. and yeah some people maybe it might be distracting to some people but there's people that really like it mm-hmm. that it just it just because we get a chance to react off it you know mm-hmm. if, if it's in the room it's on the show mm-hmm. so for it us it's like stuff. yeah, it yeah moments. exactly so we're not just sitting in some sort of sound studio yeah. and then just like being blocked off from the rest of the world right and it's not a written produced podcast we're just going off the cuff on everything if, you know like and we don't even necessarily like think of topics all the time to talk no. about no like we I, there's a, actually before I, I i got here today I actually did think of a couple of things that I wanted to bring up, which is not normal for me. Like I don't, I don't like, and I feel bad about it sometimes. Like I just show up and I just kind of react to what you say most of the but time. But I mean, that's pretty much kind of how it goes. And I think yeah. for us, because you know, I'm, I'm. It's funny because even though I, I'm not necessarily opinionated about shit. I'll just talk shit about it. But I've gotten to a point now as a blade, just like I don't have the luxury to be mad at shit that I don't give a fuck about. You know, mm-hmm. like. 
Like we weren't, we were. I think didn't we do it? No, we didn't do it when when um, old boy became president. So we haven't done anything no, we, about no, that. No, we did. We did it did right we? after that, the one of our last episodes oh. was right after his uh, his uh, when he won. And yeah, we did, we did, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Did, was... I think we did one like the day before and then the the day after. I, I believe. What was it? It was the white guy in the suit part two. Was yeah, that yeah, it yeah, was? yeah, yeah. I and can't remember. White guy in the suit part uh, aftermath is the second yeah. one. Um, so yeah, we did we did touch on that. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up is. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, at long last, as Rob predicted, Double A baseball has come to Hartford. Oh yeah, fucking bullshit. And I don't know if it's successful or not. I cannot tell. The I, one thing I can say is I did see one Puerto Rican dude completely decked out in yard goats gear, like the jersey and the pants and everything, like right. hat and everything. I'm like, okay, this guy's invested. He's into it. You know, uh, this is fucking idiot. No, we got one thousand two hundred fifty-two downloads out of forty-five episodes, and the last episode we did was Rob the Iconoclast. Um, Which was yeah. when, when did we put that up? Probably um, November, right? Yeah, it was November. What the no, fuck the yard? What is Yargo's record? <laughs> well, I want to see what their attendance is like. Oh man! Because like the what I had heard was the first game was completely sold out. The first opening game. Yeah. But that's mostly because it was like corporations had bought groups of tickets and you know they gave them to their employees yeah. and and, and you know, again. I'm sure the Yargoats had something to do with that. Like, yeah. hey, make us look good. These niggas are eight and sixteen. Eight and sixteen. Yeah, they're at the bottom of the Eastern Jesus League. Jesus Christ. You know, so yeah. But are people going to the games? That's that's um, the real question. I don't know what their attendance is like. Um, and the, you know, this is going to sound very insensitive because you like. Oh, they're we, playing right now, but they're in Harrisburg. We had talked about this, uh, you know, on the show. Like, are the citizens of Hartford gonna want to go see baseball? And like, you think about Hartford. You think about it has a very high black population, no, and they get, and they like the tendency yeah. is that they're not necessarily, uh, what do you call it, into baseball. But Hispanic people are, and Hartford has a lot of Hispanics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and 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 I've you know, that's that's a that's a very broad generalization. It's it's I'm saying it's a tendency. It's not like a fucking written rule that if you're Hispanic you have to like baseball. It just no, it kind of is. You know, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um. You know, it's it's part of the culture. Like, a lot of Hispanic countries are very much into baseball. Just like Jap- Japanese, a lot of Japanese people are very much into baseball. Yeah, but it's funny because Latin people and and uh, Japanese people have more fun with baseball than we do. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> because it's so suppressed. Because there's so many white people that love baseball, and mm-hmm. they all were brought up a certain way about it. And then you got uh, like Latin people and Japanese people were brought up a different way. But yet, for some reason, the um, the main the main uh, which like the, I guess the main uh, narrative is comes from like the way white people are brought up playing baseball, saying you gotta do this the right way and do that, and it's all bland bullshit. Whereas I was watching the World Baseball Classic, man, and fucking the people in the stands were having so much fun. Like they mm-hmm. were just like they they had fucking they had bands in the mm-hmm. fucking in the stands just playing music yeah. and just going crazy, having a good time. The players were having a great time, but you don't see mm-hmm. that shit at regular baseball games because there's a it's 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 sort well, it's of the old like, guard yeah. trying to hold on to what they know, you know, yeah. and, and it's and it's tur- the tide is, is is turning. Like I I went to City Field in the beginning of April, and like that's like not necessarily in the stands, but the way that that stadium is set up, it's it's a fun party atmosphere. Like they got all kinds of different types of like food you can get. There's a Shake Shack in the stadium. Okay, oh. there there's they're doing like they're playing games with people. There's like a DJ playing music and everything. Like they had a dunk tank. 
in beginning of April, there's no water in it. It was all like styrofoam or whatever. But, but like it was, it was a fun atmosphere, and like everyone there was have, having fun, drinking, talking to each other, and you know. So it is, it is taking a turn, and I also think that like the the old guard, like old white guys thing, that's that's dying out about being so rigid about what baseball is supposed to be. But at the same time, too, though, baseball, you know. Part of the reason it, 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 it's 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 great and in in its its uniqueness is that it is a very classic like it's it's one of the first professional uh, sports ever played like in the, in that way you know what I mean like yeah, I, we gotta you know, get rid of those motherfuckers though no, <laughs> but like yeah. that's the thing like you you go to like Fenway Park and you you walk in there and you're like this is what baseball feels like mm-hmm. and it's hard to. Completely let that go, and or or let it change completely because it, there's just something about it that's like it, it commands a certain level of respect because of what it is, mm-hmm. you know. And and look, don't don't get me wrong, baseball has had dark periods, obviously, you know. Like I mean, the, the fucking beginning of it, obviously, like you know, only white guys played it. Right, right. Well, it's know? it's funny. Well, it's just if we looked at it, if we look at it, yeah, white guys. So I don't respect Babe Ruth. Um, that's <laughs> um. So the first game, the attendance was six thousand eight hundred and fifty. That was on April thirteenth. How much does it hold? Um, I don't. Even, I don't know. I wish I knew. Um, I gotta find that out too. Um, then next day, the fourteenth was the attendance was six thousand six sixty-five. Okay. All right. So we're so gonna keep par. doing this. So yeah, about on par, right? And then so the fifteenth, which is still they're playing New Hampshire again. So let's double check this. Let's see what it was. Five thousand nine hundred and fifteen. Okay. So so going it's, it's, dropped it's, a little bit. Dropped a little bit, and then let's see on the seventeenth, which is two days later, it was two thousand nine hundred and thirty-five. Wow, by hand, more than half. Yes. So that's pretty much tells you everything you need to know. And let's just say they played the last home game they had was on the twentieth. Mm-hmm. The twentieth, which they played Harrisburg, which That's, is a, and they've been on the road ever since. Yeah, they've been on the road. They yo, they had like the first four, five, six games was on the road before yeah. they even got home. Yeah. Um. So it was like so they won. I think they won that game one That's, nothing. The twentieth was how many days ago? Like yeah, exactly. Fifteen days ago. Yeah, three thousand two hundred and seventy. So a decent. It's a decent. No, actually. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. That's my mistake. That was in uh April. I'm, I'm looking at April. My mistake. Um. They actually. Nope, they did play this one. Nope, nope, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, they lost three in a row to Portland. Fucking Christ. Oh, so, so the, yeah. I bet those were more attended because that's yeah. a Red Sox affiliate. And then when the Trenton Thunder comes, that'll be probably the same case. Like, yeah. you probably get at least 4,000, 5,000 people. Yeah, 4,000 for the Portland Sea Dogs, and that yeah. was their last one. So it looks like they... Honestly, if I go... Let's check out Richmond. I just won the games for Richmond. It looks like... If we take a look at this one here... Um, yeah, that was 6,351. So it looks like... Looks like the the attendance is it's pretty solid. Stable so, for the most part. Yeah, I would say you know I mean you just talk shit because we talk shit, but I mean if you take a look, but downtown isn't the same like five thousand six hundred thirty two. But I mean look the people that who knows where they're coming from. I know there's um people that are going to the games like obviously there's like a lot of white folk that are going to that shit because they're claiming downtown Hartford now. <laughs> so that game is a little different. So that's a little different now too. Like they call they're starting to call like. Hartford, to certain parts of downtown Hartford, like Dono and shit like that. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What yeah. does Dono stand for? Was it downtown North? 
some shit okay. like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Fucking I, white people. Yo, they're just calling it that garbage, man, yeah. just to try to make it seem as if it's good enough to fucking... To, um, to, to be yeah. among, like... Yeah. What is Soho? Does that stand for anything? or is Soho it? stands for South Houston. South of Houston. Okay. So, um, so it's not a real name, it's a nickname. No, it's, it's an actual area. Yeah, it's an area in New York. Right, but that's south of Houston. That's yes, the real name of it. It's the, well, the, yeah, the real name is called South of Houston. Yeah, but that's what it stands for. South Soho of Houston. for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Okay. So, like, Houston Street sort of separates yeah. um, certain parts of the village and going downtown. Let me just say this one thing, too. Hey, uh, Weeha, go ahead and fuck yourselves. Fuck you for calling yourselves Weeha. Do you know what Weeha is? Oh, yeah. Nobody, I hate the parking out there. Fuck yeah. them. <laughs> fuck West, West Hartford, Hartford as a staff, <laughs> yeah. record label, and as a motherfucking crew. I mean, I can't, I just, like, ah, oh, they're just... They're just so self-involved. Yeah, like... If you're from West Hartford, you know, sorry, but don't be so self-involved. Yeah, if you're, you're from, like, yo, universe. fuck you if you're from West Hartford. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, legitimately. I mean, I think one of my buddies, Angel, lives in West Hartford. I love him, but fuck him, too, you know? <laughs> and he probably won't even listen to the podcast, so fuck him yeah. for, um, like, three different ways. <laughs> Obviously, in all fairness, that's not 100% true. But there, there is... What, what West Hartford, a lot of it... And, and the people that I know from West Hartford would be the first to tell you that, like... Yeah, the, the town is kind of full of itself. They, they you know, they, they think that, like, they're the only thing that matters in this area and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So, until and they don't, they don't like that. Sh- until someone slaps the shit out of them. Yeah, you got to get the, the slap coupon for West Hartford. Yeah, seriously, you got slapped twice. Mm-hmm. And it's already <laughs> the first month of January, you know what I'm saying? Just like, oh, man. Everyone needs a fucking slap coupon. Mm-hmm. Oh, I swear to God. I need a slap coupon from time to time, yeah. you know? I mean, but that's the Your thing. Your goal was to have it not be cashed in. Yeah, exactly. That's the yeah. whole goal. Oh, man, that Dwayne Perkins special is just so fucking awesome. But, you know, like you said, we, I don't know, I guess, like, I really, we had a better conversation outside of this shit before we even turned this thing on, maybe. But, uh, I don't know, it's just... That's why we should just record everything all the time. Might as well just let's just yeah jammering, uh, with blabbering about bullshit. Mm. Um, I don't know because right now we're actually watching the playoffs. We're watching <laughs> Toronto, Cleveland, which I don't even give a fuck about. I- I'm at that point now where I'm starting to not care about sports more and more. Question for you: Are the Celtics out? No, no, they're still playing. They're up two one against oh, the, oh, nice. the Wizards. Okay, the, the, against the Wizards, the you most I mean? racist team, the Grand Wizards. Oh man, they just like let's go from the Bullets to the Wizards. Yeah. You know, like, come on. Well, you go from, like, dangerous instrument uh, to uh, the head of the clan. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, yeah. that's a, that's that's really cool. Yeah. You see three mics by um. By I Brennan? did. Yeah, it was brilliant. That's that, it. I mean, that's what Brennan did is something that I would love to do. Right. He he mixed it in with stand-up and, and showmanship, stand-up mm-hmm. and one-man show type. And I I personally can enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I think Chris Rock was saying some shit about um about Michael Chase joining. It's like you're talking about. I love Michael Chase special. Yeah, Michael Chase was dope, but I mean he, he's definitely a funny cat, man. I've seen him around the way. I've talked to him a few times. Yeah. And um, but Chris Rock was like, yeah, he's talking all this race stuff, and when you pan to the audience, they're all white people. He can't help who fucking shows up at the show. But no, but that makes sense though. What he's saying is he wants to. He, the, the whole premise behind it was the fact that he wants to do some of his uh, some of his blackout tour shows for mm-hmm. a special in front of black people mm-hmm. because he he just feels like there's the, he has like some sort of obligation to them in order to do that. The Chris Rock or Michael Che? No, Chris Rock. Yeah. To, so the, because that makes sense. So it makes sense. It's like you're doing like scathing material about you know about black people, white people, shit. But yet everyone in the audience is white. That that makes sense to me. That makes a lot of sense because like. It's like, if I'm going to go ahead and talk shit about people, I want them to be there while I'm doing it. Yeah, but the only way you do that is to, is to make sure that you're you're in an area where it's predominantly black. Because, like, yeah. you know, if, look, if, um, if somebody, like, if I lived 
in New York City. Let's say I lived in, I don't know, uh, Queens, okay? Mm-hmm. And I loved, let's say, I mean, I do, I love Pat Oswalt. And, and for some reason, Pat Oswalt was doing a show in Harlem. I would make the trip out there and go see it, even, you know, like, because I don't need to keep the stigma of, like, oh, it's scary because it's all black people, but, it's, but you know. Actually, Harlem's not even like that anymore, but go ahead. Nah, but I'm just using it as, like, the stereotype. Yeah, of yeah, it. yeah, But, like, you know, it's... It, like, if he's doing a show in Bloomfield. Sure, I would go, because, yeah. I, first of all, I, you know, I, like, I, I grew up around all kinds of different people, that's the beauty of living in New Britain. But yeah, we never had a problem with it until it became a problem. Well, yeah. Regardless of that, though, when when you're when you ever go into a situation where where like you are, I guess you would say the minority. Like it's it you 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 can do it, but it's not the most comfortable thing in the world. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I wonder in this regard. So like how he like that what Chris Rock is saying kind of makes sense to an extent, but at the same yeah. time, it's just like you can't help who likes you. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, even even Chappelle in his special was talking shit about how sure. like. You know, how black people are not liking him now because he didn't go to Flint. And someone actually made a poem about that shit. So some girl was mad and she made a fucking poem about being from, you know, because she's from out there and everything like that. But it's like, people don't understand it as jokes, but I guess it really bothered her that yeah. that Dave Chappelle didn't show up for that Flint Well, thing. let me ask you this. Like, okay, the Michael Che thing. So then should we force black people to start watching SNL more than they do now? I don't think that. Because that's just, how just, people know Michael Chang. I, I just think what people are talking about, I think what Chris Rock is talking about, in a sense, is that you're doing racial humor in front of just, like... In no, I know. The, in front of the oppressor. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. But what can you do, like, other than, like, make sure you're in an area that is predominantly black? That's the only... Know, because you can't... You can't keep anybody from going to see a show. No, like, it's not even that. It's they're just like, violent. It's not even that. It's not even that. It's like he, so he did that show there, and then couldn't he go on somewhere else? Like you were saying. I mean, that's that's the whole point. The whole yeah. point was behind it was just like behind the the comment that he made was just that you know he would much rather do that his special in front of black so people. So do it. And and he thought that you're doing this racial humor and talking about the the oppressed, but not yeah. doing it in front of the oppressed. Let me let me ask you this question. And this is this is gonna sound really harsh, but name one black comic that doesn't do racial humor. Um, was it? Is it Hannibal? Hannibal's one of those. Yeah, okay, no, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I mean, think Funches. Funches. I don't Funches think. is another guy. Good point. Um, All right. So there's there there's always outliers. Right. I mean, shit. I even listen to um some of what's his name stuff. I mean, well, but okay. Could you argue that Hannibal stuff with Bill Cosby can can have something to do with race? I think that has to do with a lot of anger. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I've heard that. I, n- I never heard the rant, but I've heard about it. Yeah. So there's 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 a few, but like, it, with the fact that that I had to say that, like, can you name one, that says something I think about comedians who happen to be black. It 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 is it's a thing that a lot of them rely upon, but 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 it's the it's their truth. That's their experience. You yeah. know what I mean? And the, so there's there's nothing wrong with that, but it it is something that happens quite a bit. Um, and, and, you know, and, and it's, and it's, it's, has an audience and, and like, you know, a, a lot of people enjoy it who aren't, you know, like not necessarily one ethnicity or, or another. I don't know if that makes any sense, but like, you know, and it, damn, where am I going with this? <laughs> I, I just think it's like every, every perspective in comedy deserves an outlet, it deserves a voice and it's good that you have somebody like Chris Rock who wants to perform and have it be from that perspective 
Because that's because the world needs that, but the world also needs Ron Funches and Hannibal Burris, who can be comedians and not necessarily have to do humor based in race. Because that's you know I don't want to make I want to, I don't want this to sound weird, but that's refreshing. Because you know, a lot of a lot of black comics do I, I don't want to say rely upon race humor, but they 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 utilize it because it's part of their experience. You know, and I think like I think Chappelle is sort of the in-between voice. I think Chappelle both does race stuff and then kind of doesn't do race stuff. Right. Like, I'll read it. Like, exactly. Like, that's sort of kind of like where I'm at right now, where it's like I'd stop talking about being beige after a Mm -hmm. while because I just didn't think it was interesting anymore. Right. And started talking about different topics. Like, so, like, he said, considering Chappelle isn't funny anymore, this is some stupid broad that wrote this, whoever, a sort of... Isadora Teak. I, I hopefully I, hopefully I said her name wrong. And um, considering Dave Chappelle's funny bullshit, fuck that bitch. Uh, we really need Chris Rock to be on on point right now. And if he thinks having a black audience would make his show better, I'm all for it. You know, kick out all the white people within a ten mile radius of filming, and if it makes for a Netflix special, I can actually laugh at. Go nuts. See, that's now that's going on to the other topic we were talking about. How people necessarily they would they don't want to think anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Chappelle is so steps ahead of everybody on yeah. this special. He's that, cerebral. Yeah, like, people like this one, like, people, bras like this won't even understand it. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, but Chris Rock, Rock says he plans on taping at least his first special for a majority black audience. Majority black audience. The yeah. was partly inspired after he watched Michael Che's Netflix special and noticed a disconnect between the jokes Che was telling and the crowd worth, uh, the crowd there to receive them. I liked it, but it's too many white people in the audience. You do cutting edge humor about race and you cut to white people. It does not have the same effect, he says. Um, Which, that makes sense because, like, look, you know how many times I've done jokes, like race jokes in front of white people and it doesn't hit the same way? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, like, I've noticed that people that really like it are mixed crowds, you know, especially people who understand what it is I'm trying to say. Well, yeah. You know, like, when I do certain jokes... Um, that come off in a way that like that's why I kind of veered off the race jokes a little yeah. bit, and that's why talking to a lot of people is like, oh, Rob, you do too many race jokes. It's like it's not that I do too many race jokes. It's just the people there that are there to receive them aren't ready for them mm-hmm. and don't know how to understand them because they have some sort of guilt or feel some sort of way because of the fact that they may not understand the struggle like I yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so that's what I, I kind of see where Chris Rock's coming from. It's like, but that's a true statement because I've done shows in front of white folk, predominantly white people, yeah. and I'm doing this joke and nobody gets it. Or people are just too afraid to laugh at it. I don't, yeah, well, what I, okay, first of all, I don't think Chris Rock is wrong, but I also don't think his opinion is the only valid one. No, I'm not what saying what I mean? that's a valid opinion. You're but not, it, I know, that's what I'm not but saying it, you're saying. But that, as but. a, but as an urban, black, whatever you want to call me, comic, yeah. it makes total fucking sense. Okay, yeah. So, you were talking about um, doing racial humor in a, in a mixed crowd, and, and, and how that's probably, like, the best way to do it, I guess. You kind of said that, right? Okay. That's pretty much what Chris Boston was at. Alright, so so the the thing about that and the, why that works so well is because there's a special kind of energy or chemistry or whatever you want to call it when it comes to that because you know, like you just said, you, you've been in predominantly white crowds and you made jokes and then nobody laughs because maybe they're afraid to laugh or whatever. When you get a mixed crowd like that, first of all, the comedian is, is giving you permission because He's up there saying things and going like, look, I'm just trying to make this funny and trying to be thoughtful and, 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 and uh, pr- maybe provocative a bit. And if you're in a mixed crowd, you get that energy where it's like, 
some people, they're like, oh, it's funny, but should I laugh this hard? And then they kind of look around and go, well, everybody, okay, all right, I'm just going to enjoy it, whatever. As long as nobody's upset or whatever, it's it's all good. That's the kind of energy that exists in that type of crowd. And, you know, you're going to get those crowds, like, you know, more so in, like, bigger cities and stuff. Like, but if you're going to, if you're fucking going to Maine, you know what you're going to fucking get. Yeah, but I also feel like Savier audiences, too, kind of get it. Like, you would think that sure. Brooklyn audience that he was in front of would get it, you know. But there probably was a level of disconnect. I mean, I watched it, but I didn't really watch it, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I, I, I watched it, but I didn't really watch it. But, I thought um, he had a pretty good connection with, and I thought his crowd work was really good. And, I, you know, I just think, I just think like Che's a funny guy, and he... He kind of just doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's just going to say what he wants to say. And, like, and his, his Twitter is like that, too. Like, he just doesn't give a fuck. He, yeah. like, and he, and he, he takes people to task, too. Yeah, you, know you got what to. I mean? Yeah. You got to. And that's the funny thing, too. And I guess for me, what's really gotten to me as of late was just going to that point right now where it's just like, yo, I'm, I'm, I kind of really don't care what people have to think about much of anything right now. And I just, just mm. you know, quit being the safe guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, like, just talking shit to not talking shit but just letting people know what's good you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. just letting people know that no one's above getting fucked with you know like there's a couple ideas i've been running with as of late shit that i've been wanting to say just really starting to you know really starting to register with myself more so than other people too but you start to figure out a way where it's just like yeah who gives a shit you mm-hmm. know like look if you like it you like it if you don't like it you don't like it yeah and i'm not I, forcing you to buy it yeah exactly so people so many people are caught up in making it that they forget like what it is that they need to do to make it yeah you know but then again it's just like you know there's it's 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 a little bit more open it's almost like the wild west now yeah. when it comes to shit but you know it's just not even like from a stand-up point of view i just think like from a perspective of just people in general man like you know, those who want to say what they want to say get deemed assholes or jerks or, you mm-hmm. know, or unfunny or, you know, or just like, you know, people who lost it or all types of shit. But yet, yeah. nobody looks at the bigger picture anymore about what it is that, that person is trying to say. They just right. hear a couple of trigger words and right. then immediately go to that place that they're conditioned to be in, which yeah. is have that level of anger that, you know, an angst towards whatever because, you know, they have this... Um, this this strong feeling for it, you mm-hmm. know. If anything, you know, I I want to opta- adopt the don't give a shit. Just like you know, if 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 I do something and someone thinks it's funny, hey, that's great, thank you or whatever. But if and if not everybody thinks it's funny, then that's fine. It's not for everybody. But if I'm gonna care about anything, it'll be that I feel bad for the people who just don't get it. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like, almost like, yeah, it's just funny because when people say, oh, you should never blame the audience, it's like not blaming the audience, it's just that you can tell when you're in front of somebody and they don't get you. Yeah. You know, that's easy. I it's mean, it's like, chemistry. You yeah, know that's I mean? totally normal. Like, it's like, if I go do a show somewhere and like, oh man, these guys fucking made me work. You know, these mm-hmm. guys were awful. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mm-hmm. saying that they sucked as a crowd, I'm just saying that they were awful because we didn't get each other. Right. You know? And sometimes it's like, well, maybe you didn't say something the right way. It's like, nah, I, I said it a few, few times before yeah. I was here. Yeah. It's just that this particular venue, this particular people just didn't get it. Yeah. You know? Or even and, just and, a handful of individuals, whatever. You know? Yeah. I mean? like, you know, it just, it's like, you know, the same jokes. If you want to do some jokes, you know, going against God, but then you go to the Bible Belt and start, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, start you doing can't those do j- that yeah, you, shit there because yeah, it's not going to fly. Exactly. So it's like, you know, that's just pretty much what it comes down to. And most people don't understand it because, like, those who are not comics, mm-hmm. you know, like actors, you know, I've had actors tell me shit like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like, oh, never blame the audience. It's like, well, you kind of don't know. Because you know like, you know, you're, you're, it's like, you yeah. know, that, that your material that you're doing is a little different than what we're trying to do. Most actors don't act in front of a real, a true audience. Like, you, you know, know, I mean, yeah, there's Broadway and plays and shit, but mm-hmm. that's like, 
what, 1% of all the acting that's going on in the world? I mean, seriously. You know, that's why, you know, you get to a point now where it's like, um, you know, like, what was it, the, especially with the Netflix stuff, man, you know, mm -hmm. everyone's being able to watch things at their own convenience, you know, yeah. that it's almost like, why do I want to wait on something? <laughs> well, you, know you, what know? I, you know what I thought of, too, is that um, you were talking about how, and I we both touched on it, like how the, the, the two Chappelle specials were almost more interesting than they were like laugh out loud funny and 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 you know someone's like oh they don't have it anymore it's like well what's wrong with being just interesting or or like or at least more interesting than funny like do you know how many people watch ted talks those aren't stand-up comedy sessions but yeah. people are interested and entertained by what they're saying so because, like yeah when people hear the medium of stand-up comedy they expect to, to laugh yeah you know but yet not many people i mean even now with myself being a funny dude most mm -hmm. people associate myself with being sort of being a dunce or being like a goofy guy and I don't take anything serious but when I say some real shit they're like wait a minute hold up it's like yeah I'm saying some shit that you're probably not ready to hear and I'm going at you in a way that you may not understand okay. so yeah. it's like it's you know it's like but once you're in that mold of being that goofy dude mm -hmm. and people see and hear you going another way it's like wait a minute hold up how come you're not what I thought you were or wanted you to be it's like some people they want they want their sensibilities to be one way, but yet yeah. not grow with the artist. It's almost like when you listen to some listen to some mu musicians where, you know, you got the artist that you grew up with. You know, mm -hmm. the first few albums they were one way, but then that third album they're totally different. Right. Like people can't stand Kanye anymore because he doesn't have that soul sound like he used to. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like people don't like him anymore, but yet as an artist he's growing. Is he crazy? Maybe assholeish as a person? Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, people just don't recognize him anymore as an artist because they feel like what he's doing is just so different than what his original stuff was. But yet we don't give him the benefit of the doubt. Well, some may not give him the, the few may give, not give him the benefit of doubt yeah. because he's not doing what they want him to do. Wait, I just have one question real quick because I just looked over to the basketball game and I saw Drake yeah, in the crowd. Yeah, he's in Toronto, yeah. Yeah, but like Drake is good friends with LeBron so how does this, how does that, where did the chips land on this thing? You know? like, I think it's like a, I think it's like a fucking, a, a human, um, I, was like, I think he's like a human uh, mascot. For uh, Toronto, <laughs> you know, what I'm Drake is yeah, yeah, pretty much. I thought you were gonna say like he's a human like um, catch all like he, you know like Drake hits all four quadrants somehow. Oh no, no, no. represents Drake's, all no. people and he's the future of the world apparently. No, no, Drake is a uh, he, he's he's a he's a dick rider. He's a uh, yeah, that he's too. A bandwagon jumper. That, that I, I, I I don't disagree with that either. Yeah, um, if, you, if you're successful, he's gonna jump on it with yeah. you. You know. I mean, well, he started from the bottom, and now he's on your dick. Yeah, somehow, some goddamn yeah. way, you know. Um, uh, there was something I wanted to say. Oh, okay, all right. And then another thing too is like, okay, so so this this one blogger was frustrated after giving a, a good review five days later, giving a, a negative review about the things that Chappelle talked about in his his two specials, um, but like you know that stuff needs to be talked about and fine you know i can understand where someone would interpret it uh in a negative way if you're if you're ready to be offended all the time but really he was you know again he said same team same side i'm on your side i just i'm just pointing some stuff out because yeah. you know what this, you guys aren't perfect either. I want you to be happy and exist and everything, but you got to understand that like you don't get to just like have full reign of everything. We none of us do. You yeah, know? and it was like he was doing that before people were even talking shit about yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he was doing it within the special. But and it's not. It's not like like I'm sorry, but it, like okay, you look at like 
Eddie Murphy delirious. Like Eddie said some wild shit in that, but it's still it's funny. Raw and it was, was from worse. that time. Yeah, Pro- I might be thinking of Raw, the red the red leather suit one. Is that the red leather suit? That's delirious. That's delirious. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he's making jokes about like Mr. T being gay and stuff and everything, and yeah. using the, like what now would be considered very offensive language. Oh, faggot. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> yeah, but like you know, like nobody goes back and watches that and, and really says shit about how, like, oh my the, god. The statue of limitations. Well, right? sure, yeah, it, it was a different time. And, like, and again, that's no excuse, but at the same time, you have to kind of go, like, this is the way things were back then. I'm not saying it was good, but this is the way things were. Right. You know, you just say, it was what it was, and we're working, you know, more and more as a species to come away from that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like what Rob is saying, and I pretty much agree, like every everything to a certain extent needs to be kept in check. Like you can't just, you know, you know what I mean? Like, okay, I, yeah, let's talk about like feminism. Now, I, I consider myself a feminist and I, I consider myself a humanist, which are basically the same thing. You do what you want did you just make that shit up? No, it's not. It's, okay. I didn't make it up. Humanism okay. is a real thing. Wait a minute, what? Well, humanism. Who said that bullshit? Was it a white guy? Uh, probably, I don't was, know. Oh my God, the shit that you guys make up, I but, swear it, to but, but, God. But, but, but what humanism is, is, is a, it's, a, it's not being a piece of shit? Yeah, pretty much. And, but not also not like imposing your will based on things outside of humanity on anybody else. So for a big part of humanism is... You know, separation. Not kicking a dog. Not, no, <laughs> separation of church and state and all that, which which I completely agree with. The church should not be in charge of any government or whatever. Um, but basically, you know, fuck Jesus. No, no, Jesus, oh. nothing wrong with Jesus. It's the crazies that claim that they know what he wants. Uh, oh, yeah. You know that's that's the problem. But yeah, Jesus wants to give me all the money, and I can fuck all these little kids and keep it all under. That's wraps. <laughs> that's <laughs> pretty much what the government does. That's yeah, sure. I mean, or or you know, no, they know they do. They do. The little government fucks little kids. Oh yeah, they're just as bad as yeah. Oh yeah, there's so many people that can get bagged for that shit. Okay, I don't know specifically, I'm, but yeah. You have to imagine there's a dirty undercurrent in the government that, like, oh, yeah. yeah. But but anyway, um, but like again, you know, like, look, do I want fairness for all people? Absolutely, but you know, like, I'm watching a, um, I'm watching Penny Dreadful right now, and I'm almost at the end of it. Oh, it's it's a show that ended like a couple years ago. There are only three seasons, but it's a really good show. It's about all the all in the uh, the Victorian era, like all the famous like monster creatures and, and people involved with them, they all kind of come together in this story and everything, and it's about, like, trying to save this this one woman who has been touched by evil, but she's, you know, deep down, she's a good person. Um, but there's, there's a character that is starts out in the show as a prostitute. She nice. gets... Uh, I think cholera or, or tuberculosis or something, and then she she dies. She's on her way to dying, and then one of the the, the doctor character in the movie. I'm not going to reveal who he is if you decide to watch it, but well, you'll you'll get, you'll understand who it is when I tell you what happens. But so he puts her out of her misery by suffocating her because she's like on her last leg. Um, so and, she got a slap coupon. No, no, not yet. No, no, oh, no. Okay. hold on. The um, so. She's dating. She's sort of seeing this other character played by Josh Hartnett, and the doctor character, you know, feels like he's performing an act of mercy by putting her out of her misery. But the but real but really another part of it is, the doctor has created a creature that is so he brought somebody back to life by sewing them together and everything. And and then he, when that creature first came to life, 
he was so scared of what he created because the creature like woke up and was screaming because it was just in pain and the doctor was terrified so he abandoned it the creature later on in in the the story of the show finds him and is like you know you were an asshole you created me and, and you you didn't st- you didn't teach me anything i had to learn everything myself so i'm going to make you suffer so he was black uh, <laughs> yeah i guess so okay but um so what what ends up happening is he finds him. He says, "I'm going to make you suffer, but before before I do that, you you did this once. You're going to do it again. You need to create a mate for me because I'm lonely. There's no one in this world like me. So what he ends up doing is this woman that he that Billy Piper plays her. Uh, she, he he puts her out of her misery, but then he brings her back to life. And when these when these people come back to life, they have they have very little. They have no memory of who they are. Over time." As they develop language and stuff, their their memories start to come back. So she at first is very innocent and everything, and, and like the doctor ends up falling in love with her, and nobody else knows uh, that that knew her as the the prostitute she was before knows that she's been brought back to life, except for uh, Dorian Gray. So she starts to remember who she is, and she starts to get this vengeful sort of spirit about how... And, and you can't blame a person. If you were a prostitute and men took advantage of you, beat the shit out of you and all this other stuff, you would start to have something against men. So she gets, starts to get with Dorian Gray. He's interested in her because he's un, she's unlike anything he's ever encountered before, and his whole thing is he's an immortal... So he gets bored of things and then just does away with them and then moves on to the next thing. So they're together and they start talking and like he's he's interested in what she's saying like I don't want to I don't want any woman to ever suffer this fate and she's not wrong about that but she goes about it with extreme measures by basically recruiting an army of hookers and having them go out and kill men okay. which is obviously a step too far <laughs> a bridge, a bridge Peter, too that's far that Peter shit you know, like, you know, like, what is, the PETA attack people for, like... That's why it's similar, because PETA, they go through crazy shit where they kind of go overboard, you know, I'm not yeah. saying it's like, they're like that, to, but they're radicals, you know, okay. certain people in PETA are radicals. Yeah, I, I haven't seen anything about PETA lately, but yeah, I'm sure there are people who, like, like, okay, look at, look at it this way, um, people who bomb abortion clinics, they're convinced that they're yeah. in the right, but yeah, that's, that's fucking shit. maniacal. Yeah, that's radical shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that's like there's always a select few people. It's not like it's funny because when people hear this, like people think you're generalizing. Like, no, he just give you specific, you know, you give yourself specific situations where right. things sort of happen. It's not a generalization. Not all like I have a thing where I think m- most gay men are um, are rude. You know what I'm saying? I, because I, because yeah, that's the experience. Yeah, you've had. like the experience I've had. It was most of the gay men I've been bringing around. They're rude. They're crude, and they have a way about them that's slightly disrespectful to certain people that they may or may not respect. But they, then someone might say like, that "Well, they won't, that they don't respect them." Well, that, that's the you know you you could make the argument there that like they they have been in the recent years one of the most. Um, what do you call it? No, uh, I wouldn't say that. Not in recent years, the most oppressed. No, because if anything, black people. I didn't say the, the most. I said oh. one of the most. In in the in their way, they have been oppressed because fine. Okay, There's if you if you five. you because you can't hide being black, but you can hide being gay. But in in their mind, they're like you know they up until recently, the majority of the gay population had to be closeted because they they just felt like they would they would be treated differently, and. You know, like, you could make the same argument for why some, like, young African Americans act out in certain ways because they're, they're, you know, for obvious reasons, they have a chip on their shoulder. 
not everybody, but a, a decent number well, of people. Well, I would say like this. When I see grown gay men be dicks to people, that's that. I don't think that's an excuse. Oh, yeah. No, you know I, what I'm saying? I'm not making yeah. an excuse. I'm, I'm just saying like this might be the reason why. Not, yeah, that, not that it should be, but it might be the reason but why. It, it, although it might be. I mean, when I see certain like, when I see like older white guys, maybe, you know, white gay guys, you know, mm-hmm. and shit like that, and they're kind of like a little snippy and shit like that, especially like when you're working retail and they kind of try to come at you that way mm-hmm. because they can be very, uh, they can be very short. And if they don't like it, like, this is just, this is, this is not a generalization. This is just things I've experienced. Yeah. And where it's like, if you're not giving them the, the answers they want at a quick pace, mm-hmm. because you're like, you're not like, because you, you know, now all of a sudden you're on their time. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, hold up, dude, you just got in here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Let me figure out what the fuck is going on first before you start getting, yeah. well, start getting a little like sassy or sarcastic with me. I, so, yeah. You know, or it, it, it's, it's, so it's like, I can understand what you're saying on that front. You know, that's, there's some truth to that, obviously, you know, I mean, there's been people who have, you know, have been killed and been, you know, been, mm-hmm. you know, been hurt and, and, and tortured in some ways because yeah. of like, that's definitely true. Physically and Yeah, man, yeah. that's, so that doesn't, you know, it's, it's one of those deals where it's like, yeah, man, everyone has suffered in some way, shape, mm-hmm. or form, you know? Um, and just like you were going at earlier, it's just like, but there's many people that will never see a certain level of suffering. Right. You know? So what about those who will never see a level of suffering but still have that chip? Same thing yeah. with the young black kids. Same thing with the, with certain gay men. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, so what's, what, what is the excuse? What is the reason? Is there a lot of hidden common anger going around? You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 a, it's, it's one of those, it's, it's an it's a, it's a idea that I have that obviously I don't have an answer for. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think any of us have an answer for it. Yeah. You know, I just think it's an interesting topic to sort of talk about, mm-hmm. you know, without someone getting mad at the next person because someone yeah. thinks, you know, like, oh, well, just because I'm gay, it's like, no, no, it's just an observation. It's something I've experienced. It's yeah. just like you've experienced young black kids, you know, with chips on their shoulders. Well, let me, let me, let me put it to you this way, too. All right, so I give you the example of when you're at your job and you're doing it as best you can. You you It's rare that you really receive any true praise you know someone might go hey good nice work this week or whatever but you're not going to get nearly as much attention as you would if you fuck up right because mm-hmm. negativity it stands out far more than positive because because positivity ultimately is supposed to be the status quo like as a society we try to treat each other w- with as much respect as possible and when it doesn't happen it's like it stands out way more. Like when somebody somebody does something nice, you, you might go, oh, thank you, but you're not going to bend over backwards and do like backflips and go and jump for joy unless it's something really amazing. But when it's when it's the basic human decency, it goes unnoticed. Negativity sticks out more than anything positive ever will, and because we, it's just we, it's you know, it sucks, but ultimately it's it's more interesting in a way, and, you know, like, watch, watch the news. It's all it's all mostly negative stuff. Every once in a while they'll be like, oh, somebody donated their hair to, you know, cancer victims or whatever. Yeah, fuck cancer. Which, but, like, yeah, fuck cancer for sure, but, um, but, like, the same thing goes with, okay, yes, you've had several experiences with adult gay men where they were snippy and they were rude. I bet you've had more experiences with adult gay men that you just didn't notice because they were just normal, decent human being experiences. So you can you you can make the, the no no the, no the, no there's no there's I'm not the only one that feels this way. There's there's a lot oh, of no, dudes I know. I know that I know that, but I'm saying okay. I'm I'm saying that like for every one of those guys, I bet there's ten that aren't. No. You don't think so? No. No. I would I would say I would go I would go forty sixty. 
Okay, so sixty percent, yeah, yeah, fifty six percent are probably not rude, and then, but it's funny actually. No, I or don't not sixty is not rude, forty is rude. Okay. Actually, no, I would go fifty fifty because it's a crapshoot. Never know. <laughs> seriously, I'm dead but serious. That's, but again, that's still like there's half the population is are, are decent people who don't act rude and get in your face or whatever. Yeah, it's just totally. It's, it's it's like it's just like a way of like it's just a way of how it like it's almost like what the hell? How can I equate it to something that I experienced like? Oh man, like when I'm in an all white area and people see my hair and shit, and then they don't know how to react to it. Mm-hmm. The majority of people don't know how to react to it. Okay. And like, no people when I'm around certain places, when I go to certain places, the majority of the people are sort of like gay guys I'm around are sort of like that. Especially in New York City. Oh my God, especially in New York City. Because mm-hmm. those, it's a, and that's just a, a general thing too. But I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird. I just know that there's there's a, there's a strong amount that make me feel as if I want to slap the shit out of you because you think. Because you've had a certain level of, you know, now things are changing up for you. Mm-hmm. Now you can go ahead and stick your dick out and put it in my hand and say, no, 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 no. And that's where the theoretical um, but, slap yeah. coupon comes into yeah, play. You know what I'm saying? They need slap coupon. Look, there's a lot of people like, they definitely need a slap coupon. But we're up on a, uh, an hour and 11 minutes here. So I would say, yeah, let's end it off on a gay note. <laughs> you know? We love everybody. You know, Rob just talks shit. He's he's playing a character, but we're just no, trying to like be, legit we're trying to be evocative. Like I, don't I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. All I know is that the Warriors are gonna win, and doesn't matter who's trying to play these motherfuckers, because the Warriors are just that goddamn. You bad. don't think LeBron can? I don't know. LeBron. Not no, not one person. No, no. Is he the only person on the team ultimately? No, there's two two other dudes, but you know they play a really really good team concept. But just the Warriors are just way too strong. They're just. They're just good all yeah. over the place. It's it's insane how good these guys are. It's like watching the the Cowboys from the early nineties. Like the Cowboys are just so fucking good. Yeah. Like that's kinda like what it's like watching this. Or the Yankees or, from the early two thousands. How about the Bulls in the mid nineties? The Bulls in the mid nineties. It's like it's one of those teams that's like one of those one of those generational teams that are just like are good. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. comes like like once every so often type of shit. Yeah. Like like with the heat. From that from yeah. when LeBron was on it, now you got the the Warriors who have more talent than he'd ever did. I think time. you also like w- the world is rooting for the Warriors because of who they are. Like first of all, like that team was nobody before recently. That was like a team that like n- you know no one wore the jerseys. The people didn't even know where the fucking team was. Like where, where is yeah. Gold, where does where did Golden State? Oh, play? they play San in Francisco. Oak, in Oakland. Oakland. Okay, yeah, but they're building a stadium. I think that's going to be on in San Francisco. Okay. In, that, in the Bay. Okay. But you got guys like Steph Curry, who is a very likable and super talented guy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, they, they people root for them. Like, cause but not, but there's like, but there's a lot of athletes. Honest is another subject. Before we go, that there's a lot of black athletes that don't like Steph Curry's because they think he's too light skinned and he gets a and he gets a he doesn't get a raw deal like the other black athletes do. Okay, that might be the case, but he's also fucking talented. He's he's but they but they don't give a fuck. Either the best or second best player. There's a lot of guys that just can't stand him. Like LeBron. Well, that's one, not fair. Well, LeBron can't stand him because Steph almost took his spot. Yeah. Um. What was it there? This is stuff that I've listened to on the radio and yeah. shit like that. Um. Like, like Russell Westbrook just can't stand him. Chris Paul can't stand him. These are things that I've heard. Is on this radio. just because he because he's light skinned and therefore they perceive and it probably yeah. might probably the case that yeah. he, he some, doesn't some get as much shit. But yeah, what about what about knowing him personally? Personally, like what the fuck is doesn't matter sometimes I mean these guys can play it off pretty cool you know they can be all nice to people when they see them in their face but you know it's just a weird thing with these guys man like a lot of these athletes are just no different than us where people just they don't like each other for some shit and that whole light skin dark skin thing obviously 
comes and plays a big yeah. role in some of this shit, man. So it's like, I you would, would never, you know, I mean, look, LeBron's a great player, but I wouldn't give a fuck about any of these guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, legitimately, these guys get paid, they're, they're entertainers. They get paid millions and millions of dollars to entertain us. But at the same time, in the grand scheme of things, it's just, you know I what, fall asleep on this shit. What's interesting to me is, like, you talk about the whole light skin versus dark skin thing and how, you know, like, light skin people typically have a, have an easier go of it, be, you know, because they're not as dark, I guess. But then, at the same time, I feel like there's this thing that exists within that culture where, where, where like, people want to be not light-skinned. They want to be darker. Like, I, I have co-workers who, who have, like, humorous arguments about it, but they're, like, talking about how, they, like, like, uh... That like oh you know, someone's saying oh you you you're mad lighter than I am I'm like no I'm not I'm I'm just well, as dark as you are or whatever but, this, but yeah, yeah but what is that about like it's like when someone said like people would create um being light skinned with with being with being weak okay you know like which is dumb yeah like I've been to a lot of groups and stuff like that yeah. for certain stuff like especially for like you know mental health shit never there's mm-hmm. never another black guy in there <clears throat> never yeah. because they won't ever show weakness like that ever and if they do yeah they do. You know, they keep that shit bottled up until they hurt themselves or somebody else, you know Which what I'm saying? Which is fucked up, man. Yeah, like, but, like, it's it's crazy because in the black community, that shit, that shit's frowned upon. Nobody gives a fuck about that. You know, we're, we're bred to be that way. So when you tell somebody, like, like this dude Kelly Oubre the other night got so mad at this other player, Kelly Olynyk, that he ran up to him. And he, it was a Celtics player that he ran up to him and he pushed him. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, people were on Twitter saying, oh, he acting light-skinned. And it's like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because I guess he was, like, really upset and you just see him, like, so emotional. Okay. It's like, look, oh, he's getting, oh, he's acting real light-skinned now. Oh, because he's being emotional? Like, yeah, black people don't, like, dark-skinned black guys don't show emotion? Like, when I, it's that, that's the type of shit that separates one another because it's like, when you're a dark-skinned black guy, and you know you're yeah. tough. That means yeah, you're you're a nigga. You're tough. You so, know what I'm saying? But when you're a light skinned dude, well, well, even then, even if you're not a light skinned guy, even if you're just a black guy, you show a certain level of emotion. It's like oh, people will say oh, you're acting light skinned. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. and 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 that's because and when typically when they say that, it's because it it it's under the the premise of oh, weak guy being weak in a moment. Mm-hmm. You're being weak in a moment and you're not supposed to be that way. You're supposed to always man up, man up, man up, man So up. what should probably happen is a happy medium should be found. Really. No, no, I don't think a happy medium should be found. I think I think I think black people, dark skinned black people should continue to be angry and you know, put themselves in jail, <laughs> and, and, and no. then basically fucking get so stressed out where they end up fucking being alone in the gutter somewhere. I think they should continue to do that shit. <laughs> just no, just fuck it. If you want to go ahead, like I'll be light skinned and, and add twenty years on my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh and while you keep being all dark skinned and shit, and then wonder why you're in jail. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Doing some Aaron Hernandez shit, putting John three sixteen on your forehead and taking yourself out. And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and while you're in solitary confinement, go ahead and do that because you're being dark skinned. Go ahead. That's <laughs> like the views. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like they need a slap. Like those Thoughts. guys, those dark skinned black guys need a dark skin. Like I mean, need a slap coupon. Do they not. Know, I'm about to cash in my slap necessarily coupon. Necessarily represent both the host of trees falling in the woods. You know what I mean? Just like just, just fucking do it. Yeah, go ahead and be stressed out for the rest I, of your wow. life. Go ahead, buy go ahead, buy your Jordans and look nice while you. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jesus or, you know, Christ. Like seriously, buy your Jordans and look nice while you're stressed out every minute of the day. And you don't know where your kids are. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, like that. 
That's wow. basically what it's done. Out with a boom part three. I mean, you know, <laughs> slap coupon part. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God. Yeah, that's obviously the title. Yeah, slap, slap coupon. coupon. Like, it's just like they need a slap coupon because it's just ridiculous. I'm, I'm saying it. Yeah, it's funny shit. I'm, it sounds like I'm being real. I'm being scathing. Yeah, and it sounds like it bothers me. It doesn't necessarily bother me because... You know, like, I just think there comes to a point where you just, people just got to grow the fuck up, man. Well, Whether yeah, if you're white, yeah. black, gay, or whatever the fuck you are. Just, like, you know what I'm saying? Just, like, grow the fuck up. Well, and if I don't know what you are and I say something by mistake, then correct me on it, but don't be a have we ever Have we ever talked about this, the thought that, like, it's, okay. Because, and again, this is going to sound scathing as well. And I don't mean it to be scathing, but, like, if you, if you look at, um... The the history of African Americans it's it's still a very young culture compared to the rest of the world. And well, the thing is, but young in the fact that um, like people would argue with it with you on that one. People will argue with you. On I'm, that yeah, one. I'm, I'm not saying oh, that's African American. Yeah, that's, oh, that's what oh, African American. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I heard you say African. I just mm. no, not African. Oh I was no, like, no, oh no. yeah, African American. Yeah. African American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so 100% so right there's right. like. You know, and and obviously, the, you know, the, 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 these growing pains weren't uh, completely or anywhere near self-inflicted at all, but it's 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 still a very young culture in the world, and so, you know, like it's it's maybe it's going through its adolescence where, like, when you're a teenager, you know, you you feel like you have to be more of an adult, and you you see it being adult as a certain way of being, and it's not really what an adult is. So when you talk about like the dark skinned guys who feel like they can't emote and they have to be be hard and show no, you know, sh- just show toughness constantly, is that possibly the adolescence of a culture where and, and where they they feel like they have to be something and they haven't they they haven't grown up like you said people I need just, to grow the fuck up is yeah, that is I, that is that a fair um a theory I guess. I guess, but I can also see it. I can also put it down too as like just people not ready to. Um, they're like I guess maybe some people just aren't ready to see their own faults. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe that is a part of adolescence where you're like maturing. And I think yeah, yeah. as a culture, yeah. But then again, there was a point where African Americans were like, like together with one another at one point. You know, I mean, yeah. Like, I, I, but those were like in different parts of the world. You know, type mm-hmm. of shit like the Harlem Renaissance. Like Harlem is, is nothing like the way it was mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. I when I read about it in school books or the way right. it was in the twenties and thirties and forties and fifties. Yeah, I yeah. guess. You know, but at the same time, we were extremely young, but yet we still found a way to to, well, sure. the, to be yeah. with one another. But yet, has that subsided? Maybe y- yes and no. You know, I would say something like that. I mean, are, are black Americans divided? Possibly. But all I know is one thing is just that, you know, it's being a light-skinned black dude is almost like a detriment now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just like, like I said, it's just like you're, you don't get the same amount of respect in a sense unless... Because no matter what will happen, like, if I'm around other dark-skinned black dudes, if I say something or do something silly and goofy, then I'm just a light-skinned black dude, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's, it's a way f- for people to, to segregate themselves without mm-hmm. realizing it's that tribal nature, you know, that mm-hmm. people, that natural instinct that kicks in. Well, it's also kind of like the whole, like, like, and maybe gentrification is a, 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 
a part of this too, where it's like, oh no, this was well before gentrification. Well, yes, I'm saying, but like modern times, it's like the whole. You said the whole idea of like the darker you are, the more of a man you you seem to be, or whatever, and being you know hard or whatever. Oh, the more the the darker you are, the more black you are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and 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 like it's a culture that doesn't want to be diluted and doesn't want and wants to you know the whole stay black thing and all that. Like yeah, again, that came from a good place, but maybe now it's sort of being perverted. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird, man. It's really hard to put this because I'm not a sociologist in any way, shape, or form. Me I don't, you know, I don't study in black studies or anything like that. All I know is that the world I see around me sometimes is, is full of shit. And the funny thing is, it's like a lot of people who perpetrate that that shittiness, if you will, are the are people who are just misguided and mis and ill informed. Yeah. You know, those are the ones, and it seems and it sucks because those are the ones that are majority. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, and then well, the thing yeah. is, when you're not that, then all of a sudden you're considered white. So <laughs> it's it's a really weird, weird thing, man. It really fucking is, man. And, you know, even the most educated can be like that sometimes, man. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just like, it, it's it's petty. Yeah. And bottom line, it's just fucking petty. And, you know, there's a back and forth, you know, but I, I'm, a, I'm of the belief that it is what it is. You know, I find ways to shit on them in my work, you know, and find ways, but shit on them to prove a point. Yeah. Not to be as funny, but just to be thoughtful and thought-provoking and, mm-hmm. and a little scathing because you gotta, you gotta say what you say and you gotta believe in it. You right. gotta say it full force. And the, sca- the scathingness yeah. is the slap coupon. Pretty much. You know? Yeah, man. You gotta just give them a slap coupon and it's called, like, not to just say the, the, the actual title of the show, but seriously, man, you gotta let motherfuckers know, man, that, yo, it's, it's, not it's about, not all not about, about you. Yeah, yeah like, man. We're all here doing this together. Yeah. And don't then, don't separate us. You think it matters? Any, any of us. Yeah, you think it matters when you go? Like, no one gives a fuck when you go, man. Yeah. Like, it's like when you go, man, that, that, that doesn't matter anymore. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, hopefully when you go, people can remember you for something better than just being a fucking ignorant piece of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then again, it's just like, you know, you look at the rest of the world around us, man. It's just so many people, like look at us like what are you guys doing mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean like like why is america like this yeah, yeah you know so it's like we're almost like we are that adolescent kid that has and been america's up a, itself it's is a young, young culture country. yeah and and you know what we we when you're young you're strong and everything and and but you might not necessarily be as as wise mm-hmm. like you know look uh, you know say what you want about the founding fathers and everything but like an argument can be made, and I've been, that's my new uh, sh- uh, take a shot phrase by apparently. Um, uh, that you know the the room that held the the framers of the Constitution was probably the the the, the room with the most geniuses that have ever lived. Okay, mm-hmm. you can make that argument. Obviously, there there's there's a there's a d- darkness there. There's a sordid history there. Bigotry, racism. Every yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, you know, not not everyone, but the majority. That that all happened. Yeah. So, but um, you you oh, shit. Now I lost my train of thought. Hang on. The um. Oh, okay. The the adolescence of America. So we are probably roughly the same age uh, in terms of where we are in our in our in our. Uh, you know, like, theoretical lifespan, I don't know if that's the right phrase, but, like, as the African-American culture, but we have um, influence from Europe that, that like, was very similar to 
what we ended up doing here. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, Africans were stolen from Africa. Their culture was ripped away from them. They were made to not speak the languages anymore, and they had to adopt new language. They weren't being allowed to read and thus process information in the same way. Mm -hmm. And so we're the same age on the timeline, but you you could make the argument that, you know, like that African American culture is, is a bit younger than American culture, but Mm -hmm. American culture is though we had, I guess you would say, and this is going to sound, going to sound weird, a head start. We're still, we're around that same, we're like the big brother that now is like getting into trouble. Yeah. It's funny because I heard Nas say something like that. Give us a few years to grow up, you know, saying African Americans are a young culture. I heard Nas say that a few few times. So that's not something I haven't heard of. Yeah. Yeah. That's not unheard of at all. It's a weird thing where you just like everything. I mean, things eventually, obviously people want progression and people want things to change, but Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's like it's hard to change something when the foundation's already been set. Yeah. You know, and, and you got to, ch- to change a culture, you have to create a culture. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. You know, within, it, within that, and, and I guess that's what some people are trying to do, um, whether they're radicals, whether if they're being sincere about it, I mean, yeah. that's that's up for interpretation. Like, what's Rachel Dolezal? She's oh, I feel <laughs> bad for her, though. Actually, I feel bad about Rachel, man. That bitch can't get a fucking job to save her life, man. Yeah, well. You saw what people did to her, that culture yeah. of... That that bully culture, that Twitter and Facebook that came from and, both sides. Yeah, from like, yo, everybody shit yeah. on her, man. To the point where she can't even get a job anymore yeah. now. Every time, like, it's to the point where she had to change her name, and TMZ found out, really? put her name Holy out there, shit, really? and now she can't. Now even the change name she has, she still can't get it. And the yeah. chick is qualified to do all the work, but nobody wants to deal with the public yeah. shaming that she's had. So it's like, yeah, we as a culture, not just black people, white people, just as a culture, yeah. as a culture of people, as American people. Yeah, we're progressive fucks, I guess. <laughs> but yeah. at the same time, we shit on this woman to the point that she's fucking almost penniless. She just wrote a book. Hopefully, people buy the book. She's got to go on Dancing with the Stars. I actually, I, I, you know, I heard her being interviewed yeah. on on Dan Levitard show. You can hear the pain in her voice. Like you can, like you can just tell that, like people just ripped her to shreds. Yeah, she has barely any friends. Yeah. She's, you know what I'm saying? People, oh, that's good for her. Really. Is that good for her? Somebody who just basically lost everything? Do you know what the fuck it's like to lose everything? Mm-hmm. Because she sure as hell does, and that's not a good fucking place. Just because your, you know, your baby's father don't show the fuck up or some shit like mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? It's just like people just rip this woman to shreds. So do you think that like okay, for for what she she did, which. In her mind, she was just trying to be who she thought she was. She did a better job than some other black people, probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck's supposed to get that job in Oregon or Washington, wherever the fuck she was at? (laughs) I don't know what that has to do with her being white and someone else not being white. But she is, you say, she's qualified, clearly. Mm -hmm. And she was doing a good job and everything. It's just that, like, she was, was, you know, appropriating a culture. Mm -hmm. But then that's the thing. Like, what if you just, I, I mean, I don't know. Where do you draw the line? Like... You can okay. You're born a man. Maybe you identify as a woman. That's more and more acceptable nowadays, and 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 it should be. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. What if you feel like you're? You know, like what if one day I I just was like, man, you know, I just totally identify with the Hispanic culture. You know, I I you know, I, where do you draw the line? What what, what, is, what makes what's the difference? Honestly, it doesn't fucking bother me. Yeah, well, if, yeah, if, if you want to go, if you want to go ahead and be Mexican from now until like fucking, you know, yeah. until next the next um, Cinco de Mayo, go for it. You know, if you're raised by wolves, in your mind, you're a wolf. Yeah, go fucking. I, I don't know. It's just, and, yeah. and but the, but that but that's that's different though because you know you don't 
Transgenders aren't raised by yeah, gay yeah. people. They they just are that way. They're born that way or whatever. Yeah, but, like it's it, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, at least like obviously that's just that's the argument there, right? Yeah. You know, are they born with it or aren't they not? I mean, at this point, who gives a shit? Just be who you are. Yeah. You know, like with Rachel Dolezal, it's like really why? Because we also live in a culture where black people can't stand you if they think you're being too white. Which is crazy. Exactly. So it's like. What the fuck, guys? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you fucking want? Apparently, and this is because we've had this conversation. It's just like, you know, no matter no matter what, we'll never be happy. Yes, we'll never be happy. It will I mean, never. There will ever always be, be conflict, but that's There'll the nature always, of existence. But exactly, because you can't learn anything unless you go through something. You can't you can't change and evolve unless you go through something. But the thing know? is, some people just can't evolve. You know, what maybe I'm saying? not like, now. Maybe maybe the next life. You know, like when I, people, yeah, when people talk about like I fuck around with Captain Africa and shit like that. It's like yeah, like like I. You know why I don't really watch TV? Because I'm tired tired of seeing white protagonists. And mm-hmm. well, like you know, and if I saw a bunch of black protagonists, would I watch too? No, because I'm already desensitized. I'm already done. I've already so you won't you tapped out. You don't think you'll go see Black Panther or or you probably go, see it, I'll but you won't Captain be Africa. Yeah, you won't, but you won't be as excited as you might have been a, year, a few years ago. If they would have caught me at fifteen, yeah, maybe. 10, yeah. 15, where my mind was still developing, uh-huh. you know. But at that point, man, like I tell you, I've seen so many superhero movies that I'm starting to think these shits are documentaries. Now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like white people saving the world. It's like after a while, you you kind of get tired of it. I I legitimately am tired of seeing white protagonists on all these shows. You know, I mean, unless there's like a certain level of conflict that I can identify yeah. with. Honestly, to me, the greatest character out right now, Phil Dunphy. T- Phil Dunphy, the greatest <laughs> character, is the greatest character because he is such a flawed Take guy. Take a shot, guys. Phil yeah. Dunphy. Yeah, yeah. Phil Dunphy is probably one of the best characters out right yeah. now on television. Right. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, look, that's just my opinion, but mm-hmm. you know, I just think there's something about his 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 uh, naivety and his vulnerability mm-hmm. and the fact that his heart is always in the right place and the fact that you can identify with that it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if you're a black or a white guy mm-hmm. if you're a dad you can identify that as a dad if you want to be a good person you can identify with that because you want to be a good dude mm-hmm. you know so there's a there's a deeper lining when it comes to a character like him sure somebody that you want to root for because mm-hmm. he's just so fucking sweet he's all heart and yeah yeah you know and, and, and I like shit like that. I think hey, that's hey, why hey. I haven't seen this show, but apparently this is like the biggest new show. This is us. I think that that's yeah, that's part of that success because it's everyone in it. It's it's diverse and at the same time, you know, it shows that like you know we're all we're all in this together, um, and and we are what we are, and you know, but but we we can still strive to do better. You know, mm-hmm. like I you know what I, I kind of hate, and I know we're going long, but like yeah. I really. I, I do resent this, like... You're probably going to break this down into two parts. Yeah, well, well, this is the first one back in months, so we should yeah. just keep it in one. Yeah, okay. But anyway, um, I, you know how people are, have that mindset of, like, you know, I am who I am, take it or leave it or whatever, which which I, I get what that means, but at the same time, it's kind of like saying, like, you know what, if I'm an asshole, I'm an asshole. And, and I, I just, I don't agree with that. I think people should always strive to be the best possible version of themselves. I mean... You don't have to. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to force you, but I think you should want that. You know, like you should. You know, that's 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 what I want. You know what I mean? I don't always take the measures to to do that. You know, like I'm not the most responsible person in the world all the time, but I do take care of the things that I need to take care of. I make it. I make it a point to be decent to people, uh, and and you know, pleasant to mo- to to people typically, unless I'm being fucked with, and then at that point you're rattling the cage, so yeah, you, know, you, can, you get yeah. you can get a slap coupon. But 
you know, I, but I, but even then, like, I, I, I try to keep my cool in, in the, those situations as well. And I'm not saying, look, I'm not the fucking paragon of goodness or anything like that, but I do make a conscious effort every day to not be a piece of shit to not be a piece of shit yeah yeah but some people are unlike that you know and some people are like even then i mean like i consider myself it's pretty much well-rounded dude but then again i might say some shit that might piss people off i mean shit if anybody really would like listen to this fucking podcast and hear half the shit that i say you yeah. know but at the same time i do it within the characterization of, of who i'm trying to portray but right. i also try to bring a level of nuance that can also sort of counteract that so it, it's like a contradiction so mm-hmm. there's a there there's 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 a sense of levity there that allows the listener to be like oh wow well you know he has these different perspectives and that's what makes him interesting so that's essentially what I'm trying to go for but that's like the dilemma for the audience you know whether or not like when I listen to dudes on like the first take show that ESPN has I mean who gives a fuck about debating about sports you know what I'm saying it's just like but when you see these guys and how emphatic they are like I look at a guy like Stephen A. Smith or Will Kane it's like people just don't like these guys because they're saying shit that they don't like like, well who gives a fuck you know what I'm saying like I I don't know the dude but who cares I, I, there's not people that will say shit that would make me not like them as people it's like I mean I, like like okay I listen to Dan Patrick I used to I stopped listening to him because I, I got tired of this guy getting his soapbox and getting his high his high horse and standing on that soapbox yeah. because his opinions were so off base in the sense that he does no wrong but yet obviously he probably does but it's just he came off in such a way that was so just like um, like almost like, you know, you know, do as I say, not as I do type shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it just got to a point, like, it's like, dude, you know, like, you're not that guy, man. And you yeah, probably yeah. have faults, too. And, right. you know, when you see somebody who, especially a white guy, say shit like that, yeah. it's not it's not that I was angry at it. It was just, like, annoying to listen to. It was just like, yeah. uh, Like, when I listen to Mike and Mike in the morning, you know, sometimes, those guys, those guys are so dated. They're, they're, their yeah. show is such shtick. They're so dated. Yeah. They're just two white guys essentially being, like, being like oh like holier than thou shit Mm -hmm. and then they have these level of vulnerabilities that they try to put out there but it's packaged Mm -hmm. and you can just tell when it's fucking packaged Mm -hmm. it just sounds so disingenuous and then and then his um mike golick has has the nerve to have his son to fucking do radio as well and he's just fucking awful too (laughs) so it's like you know i listen to a lot of these guys and it's like they don't necessarily upset me but what they do is they just they just put me in a place like yo you guys suck (laughs) <laughs> well, I, okay, so I wanted to say this because uh, you were talking about how you're you're you know you're essentially playing a character, but it's it's Rob turned up to eleven basically. Yeah, you know you can you can say that, but and and, and like so you you might say something that might end up pissing people off, and I'll say I'll say this about myself, you know again. Hopefully, like Phil Dunphy, people will understand that my heart is in the right place. But a lot of the things I said within the last 15 minutes, if interpreted a certain way, can come off as, you know, it would offend people, maybe come off as like holier than thou because I'm presenting my theories about things yeah. based on my experience or whatever. But I also think that like, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't have, I couldn't sit here and record by myself and have that conversation uh, or, or say those things because it would come off like that. But be, but because I'm here with you and we have our pers- our perspective, our unique perspectives, but also our similar, we have other uh, similar perspectives as well, um, th- we can have this dialogue. And honestly, in this day and age, this is a kind of dialogue. You know, again, I'm not trying to throw praise at us, you know, unduly or anything like that. But this is the sort of dialogue that 
should be happening with a lot of people. We, we, need to, we need to come together and attempt to understand each other and attempt to be understanding of someone else and not just assume that, like, oh, you know, well, he's, he's, a, he's a, a white guy in his 30s, so how dare he speak about something? And, and I'm not even saying, I'm not saying, I never once said, like, this is the case. I'm asking you, like, Rob, what do you think? This is something I've observed. Do you think it's possible that this could be the case? And we're, we're sitting here and we're going back and forth about it. And that's what we all need to do uh, to, to progress more. Again, nothing's ever going to be perfect. We're ne- there's never going to be world peace because you can't... That would be stupid if there was. Well, you just you, you can't do it because that's not life. There needs to be conflict. You need to go through some degree of hardship to build character. And, and also, you know, in my theory in terms of the afterlife, and you, you could completely remove this if you want to from, from uh, the, 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 the concepts that I was just talking about. But, you know, again, I, I think reincarnation is, is likely. And I think that we have, we, we, we do things in each life. We play certain roles in each life to get, to progress you know, to what we, what we need to ultimately end up being, um, you know, so like maybe in a past life, I was a really awful dude who had to do that stuff to gain those experiences to then later on go like, oh, wow, I, I, I did that and I felt that way and now I know what that's like and maybe I'll do something different this time or maybe I'll go back to that. Like you, you know, like my theory on what God is, is God and, and what re, what our reality is, is that we are God trying to experience what God is, if there is a God. I think it's basically, it's, it's, you could make the analogy that it's a hand and we're the fingers. And we're, doing the, we're doing all the deeds and, and, under, and helping this thing, whatever it is, to understand what it is and why it is. You know what I mean? And I'll stop with the, the spiritual shit <laughs> now, but um, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about existence and that's how I feel about human society is that you know, yes, try to promote good, do, do good deeds and everything, but understand that, like, when bad shit happens, I'm not saying, like, oh, there's a destiny, a fate out there that's making that stuff happen. What I'm saying is it has a purpose. It, it, can, it can mold you and it can make you who you are. Like, everything that you went through as a kid shaped you into what you are today. You know, any, anytime you were mistreated, you didn't get bitter about it, necessarily. You just made it, you, 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 you kind of, like, acted like, you know, like Batman, like, I don't want this to, I don't want to do this to anyone else, Mm -hmm. and I don't want it to happen to anyone else, so if there's something I can do about it, I'll do it, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you're not gonna go out in a fucking costume and try to, you know, beat up murderers. I might might just go slap the shit out of people, because I'm, 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 because you're all that, I'm a fucking crazy person, bottom line, (laughs) that's all it is, I'm just a fucking crazy person. Why, because I called you Batman? (laughs) No, no, just in general, like, I'm just a crazy person in general, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, I'm an insane, I'm a functioning insane person, and I embrace that about myself, and you know, you just get to a point, it's like, whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. listen, I'm at that point where it's just like, man, listen, it is what it is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm okay, um, yeah. I, I think I can figure shit out on my own, right. um, you know, I don't I don't need government to tell me what to do or anything like that, I just hopefully, you know, I can continue to be myself and just say, fuck mm-hmm. it, you know, and then hopefully, you know, my spawn can do the same thing as right. well, so it's like, you know, just, just feeling comfortable with <clears throat> being able to be empowered by some level of choice, even mm-hmm. though the fact I may not have been as fortunate as some of the guys that were watching here on in, in this in, in the sports game, you know what I'm saying, this basketball game, you know? I mean, yeah. like, it's to the point where it's just like a lot of these guys are considered, you know, just overpriced, you know, fucking entertainers and shit like that, overpriced, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I was like, man, ask yourself, um, like, are you that good 
where you can easily be replaced. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If not, then shut up because yeah. that's why their value is so high. <laughs> you yeah, know what well, I'm saying? And, and, and their people are willing to pay it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's, it's supply and demand. You can't, exactly. You know, to, the, it's, the problem is not with the game or the athletes or the owners or anything like that. The problem is where society puts its values. Yeah, exactly. That's what the issue is. I don't give a fuck of LeBron James. Like LeBron James is not no goddamn role model. You know what I'm saying no. to myself? If, if LeBron James slapped his wife in the mouth and I heard about it the next day, it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe they're having problems at home. Why is this dude slapping his wife in the mouth? Maybe he's a fucking asshole like I always thought he was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like, oh, LeBron, but you was know what I'm saying? But the, 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 here's what we need to find out about this situation. Did it happen twice in the month of January? Probably. Because if so, Maybe no. <laughs> Maybe she need to ask herself something. So on that note, everybody is, um, I guess. Thanks for listening, and as always, thanks for coming back. Yeah, let's get these hoes. Go Celtics. <laughs> I don't know.